Well, look at that. Here we are. Back in the studio. That's not Brad. No. No. <laughs> Much cuter, but not Brad. Correct. Um, so, God, it's been a while. First mm-hmm. off, let's start. I'm, it's his, this is the Sports Meets Beer podcast. And we, uh, we've hit a couple speed bumps. Not going to lie. <laughs> Uh, I think everybody's hit speed bumps. Well, what kind of brought it into focus for me is the fact that in this weekend, Monday, to be specific, uh, we're going to celebrate the one-year passing of a friend of ours, friend of the show, Carl Ruiz. And Brad and I were out camping at the Willets KOA when that happened, when we mm. got the news. Um, and then it, it, we kind of, like, stumbled a few times to, like, all right, we got to get back, we got to get back, and this and that well here we are you know then amid covid mm-hmm. you know poor brad is in the middle of owning three restaurants in a, in a county that is completely shut down um and uh you know it's 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 been it's been the shits to say the least yeah but um you know that's that's not why we're recording this today what we're doing now brad obviously is still occupied mm-hmm. so i brought in my qb2 <laughs> uh, three four well Practice team. Whatever. Red shirt, I don't care. Yeah. Red shirt, blue shirt, you're my friend. It doesn't matter. I played high school football. There we go. See, there we go. You're, quali- you're more qualified than me. Yeah. So in, uh, on uh, mic number two is uh, a friend of mine, friend of yours, Clay Nice. Hello. Uh, Clay, do you have any any social media at all? Uh, yeah, I'd rather not say because all of a sudden uh, I'll get notifications and it just causes more chaos for me. Okay, so you don't want to promote anything? promote anything oh just um while the while the people uh, my friends have a podcast sports meets beer that's the podcast you're on my bad my bad (laughs) um no yeah no well we've officially lost all of our sponsorship too that's (laughs) the best part so we've uh we've lost sponsorship we've lost i'm gonna do my best to set this down so i don't have to hold it the whole time (laughs) i'm really good at this everybody um yeah we've lost all of our sponsorship and we've lost uh probably all of our listeners as I've said, we, we have a million listeners, um, the peso to the dollar. Yeah, oh, so okay. That's that's about where we're at right now. Got it, got it. Well, it's getting better. I mean, as yeah, the dollar yeah, exactly. drops. It's, as the dollar hits the, the, the shits, it's uh, it's awesome for our economy, but good for our podcast. There we go. So, um, in the grand scheme of things, you know, as we are now into week one of the NFL, uh, we... Uh, and, and as as Brad is, you know, very much just so we're clear, very much still a part of the show. He will be on again, but we definitely got to get content out. To my point back earlier about how it's been almost a year since we've really put out anything consistent. Um, but that's also been, you know, we had put out stuff for almost three years. Hmm. So it's been, God, it's been an up and down, uh, tr- you know, story. But are we covering um, a full year right now? Yeah, we're yeah. This is we're doing time lapse. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. These are things you'd like to, since this is your first time on the show, yeah. is there want, any high points you want to talk about over the well, year? Well, you know, let me get my scroll out good, of notes. Good story. That, uh... <laughs> good, <laughs> good talk. Um, so basically, um, you know, here we are. It's week one. Um, we're in a freaking, we're kind of where we started in the garage, right, <laughs> in the laboratory. Um, I also saw a friend of the show, uh, Isaac Chalker, just joined us on Instagram, which is great. Because uh, he came on the show and wrecked it. It was awesome. He, he was coming on the show back when we used to go. So I don't know if you know this. When we first started the show, uh, we were going down to San Francisco every time to record. Okay. So we tried to knock out like two or three episodes at a time. 
And but it was it would take it was a long night. We get home, you know, one o'clock in the morning most nights, and our producer uh, Charlene Boot uh, would help us out, and and it was just it was an unbelievable time. A lot of learning curves, a lot of everything, but it was like the best atmosphere to do it in. It was funny to go to like this professional. This is a radio studio. This is oh, a really? this is a terrestrial radio studio. Um, this was like right next door to ninety five seven. The game Chewy Gomez would walk by. All these like huh. it was this crazy setup. Uh, Isaac came into a time. It was it was we had a great episode. But um, you know, like I said, we went from that, and then we started doing like spot visits at Brad's restaurant and stuff like that. And so now you just heard the AC just turned off. Yeah. yeah. So. Number one, white privilege. Number two, uh, it is a warm summer night, so you know that uh, we're out back in the garage again. This is great. Relegated back to the garage. Um, anyway, um, as we record this, uh, geez, today is September 15th? 16th. 16th. Man, I'm great with times. Yeah. It's, I'm unbelievable. It's going so fast. Um, but we, uh, you know, here we are again, back to what we talked about, which was you know, football is just back upon us, thrusted upon us uh, in this COVID time. And, and um, I just felt like it was n- important for, for us to talk, important for, you know, me to talk. I'm glad you're here with me, though, because by myself, this would be horrible. <laughs> but no, I wanted to, I wanted, you know, you are, and basically, you know, Brad is a Niners fan. I'm the Raider fan. You know, all you Niner fans kind of look and sound the same. So I just kind of wanted to get someone else. Basically, I've got a turnstile of Niner fans. I could just bring you guys in mm-hmm. as I mm-hmm. see fit just to all argue with why my team sucks. <laughs> um, well. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. If we go right now, we're talking about the records. <laughs> but, you know, week one is always a, a crazy one. <sighs> but, um, yeah, you know, um, fuck, let's, I mean, let's let's dive right in. I mean, week one. I, th- I feel like it was like a, a a a turning point for me. And if you hear panting in the background, that is not me. That is the dog. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can turn this thing around. I'm so good at so good at Instagram. Oh, the best angle too. Look at that. Yeah, look at that butthole, <laughs> Sergeant. In all of its glory. Oh, look at that boy. What a good dog. Um. So, anyways, um. Yeah, we. Uh, you know, fuck, it's week one. You're back into it, and I'm just so excited to have football. Um, before we get into, like, the dynamics of our teams, out of all the core sports, right? So we're talking, I mean, I hockey is in that mix, but I, I haven't watched a, a, a minute of hockey, mm-hmm. so I can't begin to comment on it. Mm-hmm. But we leave that for our friends at the Fin Factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a great podcast to listen to. Um, between basketball, baseball, football, in your opinion, who has done the best job with this Social distance, no fan base allowed. It's it's funny you say that. You take out hockey. Actually, I have watched some hockey, and hockey would have been my my number one. I mean, hockey honestly looks kind of mostly the same uh, to me. Basketball has been the most odd. It has looked totally different to me. I think it's because fans were so sucked in on the court, yeah. and you saw so many fans that um that uh basketball is looking the weirdest um football was definitely odd the the sound piped in it was different than than normal fans uh i see it didn't bother me uh, I, really? I was okay with it because it became because you know for me what used to be such a religious thing and such like i you know i it was sunday i'm sorry it's i'm watching 9 a.m mm-hmm. pregame show 
rolling all the way to the end of the sh- end of the day, you know, my poor wife would just, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, football season's here. I lose yeah. them on Sundays. Um, and it became as the kids, you know, A, were born, B, became older. Um, there's that AC again. Love <laughs> Gotta love background noise. Um, when that happened, like, I started, you know, as the kids became older and we're starting doing more things, I'm like, you know what, football, this is not what I want. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that dad. And so much so that, like, when we went camping, like, yeah, I was bummed out to miss the first, you know, three quarters of the football game, but it didn't it didn't ruin my day in the slightest. Uh, but, it, <clears throat> you know, as we... Uh, That's because you're a Raider fan. I mean, to miss most no, of the yeah, game... Yeah, please. To miss most of the game is almost a blessing, but no, I... Stop it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You can say that now, but like now we've got a great stadium. Oh my god! I mean, it's... we're talking about. I mean, we talk about the shittiest stadium, and there's only one team in the in all of sports that play in the worst stadium, and it's those stupid A's. Anyway, whoa! Like, <laughs> shots fired! <laughs> shots shots fired! No, um, no, but the you know the, you know, I definitely I kind of missed the revelry right about opening weekend and everything else, and you know all the pregame shows and shit, but. You know, for me, I feel like, to me, the the week one of football kind of brought a little bit of normalcy back to a shitty situation. And I mm-hmm. feel like we, I feel like as a, as a sports nation, we turned the corner and we're kind of like, all right, football is on. There's a little bit of normalcy. <clears throat> Football's on today. That means it's going to be on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be the Christmas Eve game, or it's going to be. There's these these pinnacle moments, and you, I feel like. It starts to feel like okay, we, we can get a little bit of ourselves back, yeah. right? How many? Not, you know, we all know like how many people put so much in time invested in sports, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel like basketball did a good job. They do a good job because they have tight shots on the court as it is. And yeah, they've done a good job, kind of just like okay, we're going to focus on this. I feel like the digital display with fans, yeah. was really cool, very innovative, and yeah. very good thinking. Very distracting, but yeah. awesome, nevertheless. Baseball was hard to watch to begin with, and it's it's to me it's like okay, I you know, geez, once I heard about the 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 Mariners having their issue, yeah. I'm sorry, the Marlins had their issue with uh, oh, COVID we- uptick because they were at a strip club, and I'm like, I'm I can barely buy toilet paper at the grocery store, and these fucking guys are at a strip <laughs> club. I gave up on baseball at that point. I'm done. Um, but yeah. it's um. Yeah, it's it's the A's are looking good, so I'll hang in there for a while. You guys are against Rockies, right? Oh, right now, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. It's close, well, right? We're, we're, and we're we're what third in the American League? We'd be second in the National League, so we're we're sitting there. Looking good for good. you, good for you, man. That's and everybody's that's got beautiful. a DH too, so no more bitching about that. Exactly. Well, <laughs> whatever. Um, okay, so you said hockey did best. Basketball was the worst. Football, you can handle the sound. Do you feel like the camera angles on football was decent? I yeah, I, the f- football was definitely doable. You know what? As a Niner fan, w- we struggle with, and maybe this is California sports. I will be honest. California sports do not have it like some of the other areas of sports I've been to, to be honest. And especially with the Niners, I mean, we left candlestick and now we're in santa clara we're trying to find our identity we're trying to you know you got the go pack go and you got all the different things um we have the uh, at first down yeah. and they didn't even pipe that in 
I mean, we didn't even have that. That that's something that you can record. That is that's ours. That's crowd though. That you need crowd for that. Well, if you're gonna pipe in crowd noise, why don't you pipe in your crowd noise? If you're, in all fairness, though, if you're gonna do that, then you have to you have to pipe in all the f bombs that the Raider fans yeah. yell at everybody for any reason, even the Cracker Jack guy selling beer. And that's why the million dollar idea is you do the two hundred dollars a year, you get the NC seventeen. You hear everything that the players hear. Everybody's mic'd up. Here you go. Now we talked about this while we were our families were out camping. Uh, last weekend for my son your son's birthday Mm -hmm. and i thought you know it's a great idea and i really feel like i i would like it but i would like to be able to to you know somehow toggle the sound between announcers and that yeah and i feel like the problem is that most people would go to the nc17 mic'd up version yeah i would rather hear because i mean now this is like this is like the new the new news story that's newsworthy today, is that one of the one of the play calls or one of the counts for the Raiders was they said Cindy Gruden, John Gruden's wife, <laughs> and now like it went from like John Gruden's like I don't know what the fuck he's doing with that, and then today that was on on Monday, today being Wednesday, uh, it was. Uh, John, you know, Derek Carr better take my wife's name out of his mouth or something like that. Oh. It's like I don't. It's it's a, such an inflated storyline. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. point is. Um, that basically it it's it uh it's you know it's fun you get to hear a lot more you get to yeah. hear a lot more i mean think about what was the uh what was the audible that peyton manning kept calling oh, oh, omaha omaha yeah and on monday or uh, what was it monday night yeah Who so was? this is now this is kind of the omaha phrase yeah. omaha craze of of like people getting to hear a little bit more about what you know what 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 it takes the cadence are, are Number one, most mm-hmm. people's brain can't wrap around mm-hmm. the cadence calls for football. Unless you've played football, and even then you've played at high school, probably collegiate, maybe. Yeah. But high-level collegiate? No. no. There's no listeners in this podcast. <laughs> uh, there's maybe one, only because I keep sending in the link. He doesn't. He still doesn't open it, so it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, you talk about a collegiate, high-level collegiate cadence call, and then you go to the NFL – Forget it. You're not. Yeah. You're not understanding that. And I, even I. I mean, I'm a, a football fan. I played football. I. I don't. I can't quite wrap wrap my head around how many cadence calls mm-hmm. there are. And that'd be actually a really good. That'd be a really good. Well, if you've ever seen the uh, the interview where someone asks Peyton Manning what Omaha means. He goes through it's it. A sta- it's Omaha Steaks, right? No. Well, he says he says maybe, uh, maybe sponsor us. I'll, I'll give I'll give it away. He goes, so you know it's a run or it's a pass. Sometimes it's a sneak. Sometimes it's a knee. I mean, he, he's right in the sense that Omaha is not probably necessarily what the play is. It's everything before that, and then if he calls Omaha, it means something completely right. different. Exactly. It's like the coolest Mad Lib ever. Yes. Yeah. Which always end up going to farts for me. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah, everything goes to farts. Well, I always hate Mad Libs. Like, I walk out of the room like I go to the, got to go to the bathroom because they start asking about English. Like, what's a, give me a pronoun. And I'm sitting yeah. there, and everybody's looking at me like, <laughs> I'm like. What's a professional uh, noun? Yeah. What? LeBron James? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a professional person, place, or thing. So. Well, uh Let's do this. Let's jump right. in. I want. I want to hear. I mean, obviously, um, you know, your Niners lost. My Raiders won. Uh, here's the thing, though. You can go back to that Niners game. I mean, I'll. I'll, I'll tell you my because uh, I got. I was able to watch that game a little bit. 
I'm surprised at Kyler Murray. I knew he was as I knew he was mobile. I knew he could do all of those things. So did Billy Bean. Kyler Murray, if you're listening to this, and you're one of the millions, billions, you know what? You needed to come to RAs. Come on, man. God. (laughs) Oh, it still bugs me. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just just saying he just. But I mean, don't you think? I mean, as a from from just real quick, you don't think he's gonna make more money in the NFL with a shorter career span? Uh, Yeah, you know what? Especially excelling like he is, because it seemed like with his height and you know just how violent the NFL can be, that there was more opportunity for him to, uh, you know, be better in baseball and. Man, the kid is good. He is good. He's he's got like that, uh, you know, the um, the Russ Wilson escape and get out of the Absolutely. pocket. Um, he's he's got a great arm. He is very small. <laughs> Looking at those camera angles, I'm like, you guys couldn't help him out at all by setting the camera on the field or something. But he is very small. But the kid is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at. I'm looking at the Instagram live thing, and it says, MLB dicks, you're around in a minor league system. All right. I don't, oh, I, the, the minor league system, they're obviously yeah. talking about my A's. Oh, my. <laughs> you know what? We're there every year. We just we just never want to win it. No. Mm, you know? Hey, you know, some people want to make their bed in the morning. Some people make their bed in the morning. That's <laughs> yeah, how it works. Exactly. Um, so... Sorry, uh, Lando Laurisian got me uh, sidetracked. Lando Laurisian, uh, you were saying? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, we don't want to start off with the Raiders on a high note. I mean, that was a ten a.m. ten a.m. game, going over to Carolina. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, no, we're going back to your. Uh, I just we're trying your to Niners. avoid. So the here's Niners. here's the thing: is um, my my quick. T- I I thought it'd be nice. To, Jeremy Kinney, I thought was going to do more, um, being that this is year three, and then the first snap he's taken in regular season. That's my like big takeaway: is how much they've hung with this guy. They could have very easily cut mm-hmm. him loose a while back, mm-hmm. saved some cap space, but they see something in him. I think he's going to help out. You know the 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 old three headed monster. Right? Mm-hmm. We hear that mm-hmm. a lot with football. Um, you know, three-headed monster uh, for the backfield. It's it's only going to make it better. Um, I just I I don't know. And I just now all of a sudden here we are, you know, four days after play, and you know, you get Sherman on IR. You have question question marks with your receivers. I just tight end. I'm certain Kittle. To worry. Well, Kittle. Too. Kittle. We're ankle. avoiding knee. Yeah, there's. I thought it was ankle. No, it's his knee. They're aye, aye, aye. Yeah, it's it's not sounding good with Kittle. I mean, Ayuk is not for sure coming back, and he's a rookie. I mean, even if he comes back, we've never seen this kid play. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo proved to us last year that preseason is a necessity. I mean, I remember watching him in the preseason games thinking, what is going on? And then he did well after that. And this game was a little frightening, to say the least. Um, Debo's out till right. He's out for a while, so it's. I kind of feel though, like you know, Debo wasn't a factor until you guys got into like week seven or eight. 
Is that I mean, he was there, but he wasn't as impactful. His, his second half of the season was far better than his first. Yeah, which I mean, being a rookie though, that that is impressive in itself to become someone in week seven or eight. Of and course, then, and then look, go like, on. I, to I feel like season. I feel like Ruggs had a decent showing, and for the Raiders, mm-hmm. I feel like Ceedee Lamb had a good showing. I feel like uh, Jerry, Jerry Judy had a good like those kind of all receivers that got drafted. Yeah, within a few picks of each other, all had a decent. Yep. Uh, showing for a week one performance with no preseason. Yeah, that's the yeah. part that that freaks me out about this whole thing is that there's been, you know, there was no preseason to speak of, and it, I feel like now you look at that injury list of all the guys who were injured. I mean, you've got talk about Philip Lindsay from the from the Broncos, um, running back from, um, oh, from, uh, t- Tennessee that three three plays in. Law? No, oh, um, right, right. No. I know Le'Veon Bell, uh, out, New York yeah. Jets, is out. Um, y- yeah. You're... So not to jump all over the place, uh, we'll go back to the Niners, but do you feel like the lack of preseason is making these guys not football ready? I think it can, absolutely. I mean, I, I, the preseason, they, they limit their play, but I think getting some of those hits and such uh, can help. Um but then again, injuries happen whenever. I well, mean, they happen. I mean, I mean, like, so look at like Vaughn Miller, freak injury. Um, I mean, there's always been, I feel like every, for the last three or four years, there's been a freak injury on the last play of the last day of training camp. Mm-hmm. Vaughn Miller happens to be the the character this time. Um, <laughs> Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that can take you through the last two, uh, two more years. Exactly. But. And then you talk, um, there was the Teddy Bridgewater which was not a last play last day, but he, you know, he just got his lunch handed to him and ruined yeah. his life essentially. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I'm curious. You know, I, I just, I go back and, and uh, you know, the Niners are, um, you know, obviously, you know, they lost Super Bowl, but man, they were, they had such a good run. And I feel like um, the weak points right now are definitely going to be the defense. They're going to, uh, Brad and I were talking about it earlier today. They're probably going to regress a little bit, mm-hmm. which I, unfortunately for my kids' fantasy team, mm-hmm. uh, we got the Niners' defense, so that mm-hmm. sucks. Um, but you know, it's they're still. I mean, when you say regress from being a top, you're a top five yeah. defense in the league, and you can go from top five down to uh, you know now you're talking top, you know top ten. It's still you're still in the top. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Bosa looked to just be an absolute stout. Um, again, the linebacking core of, uh, you know, uh, you got, um, uh, Fred Warner and then, uh, Quan Alexander t- tends to just fly all over the place. That's fantastic. Kinlaw is pretty good himself. I don't know where D Ford is for being as, you know, highly paid and what he should be. I don't know where he is. Um, I missed DeForest Buckner, but our secondary without Sherman is is tough, and not to mention, I believe Witherspoon is in concussion protocol. So even the guy who is going to step up and replace and replace him, uh, Sherman, but concussion protocol doesn't mean that they're out necessarily for the game. You're correct, but they are definitely not getting the snaps in practice. Which yeah, at this stage, any bit of contact is important. Yeah, you, yeah. Gotta, you have to you have to be ready. Um, I mean. You said earlier, before the mics were hot, uh, that you feel like the Niners are going to make, they're going to 
they could be playoff contenders but not make postseason? Yeah, uh, the thing That's I'm worried about, I, the hot take, yeah. Um, th- that there's potentially three NFC West playoff teams, and I don't think the Niners are one of them, which absolutely kills me to say. But I just, I, I just don't see it. Uh, so, other than, like, the, the phenomenon of Kyler Murray and, I mean, I, adding DeAndre Hopkins is a huge, huge factor. Mm-hmm. And I also, too, one of the one of the reasons why I love him as a receiver is because mm-hmm. he comes with almost, like, zero baggage. Yeah. I feel like he does a great job. He does not have off-field drama. I feel he shows up, he does his job, and he walks off the field. He reminds me very much of a Tim Brown, where he just shuts up and plays, doesn't talk trash during the game. He just... That's, I mean, obviously, I don't watch the, the game as intently as you do, but that's the impression I get from DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you look at it, I, you don't think Shanahan's a better coach, though, in, anywhere in the, in the, in the uh, NFC West? Yeah, I think, I think Shanahan's a uh, fantastic coach. I, I'm not sold on uh, what's uh, Arizona's coach, uh, uh, forget yeah, that guy dumped that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not as sold as him. Uh, I think I think Shanahan's probably one of the top coaches. I am not sold on Jimmy G. I I haven't been for a while, and you know, like we were talking earlier, I feel I feel his pocket presence is phenomenal. He drops back there, and he's got he feels zero pressure, which at times is also a downfall. I mean, there are times where. He's standing there for four seconds and feeling like, oh, okay, I could just stand here all day. You need to start moving. You need to start right. doing something at some point. Well, in the NFL, four seconds is an eternity. It's if you, forever. If the play has not developed at three seconds, that extra Figure second is out. not going to get you. Yeah, you yeah. got to go. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the hot take uh, being that, you know, like Stephen A. Smith throwing out just random – I don't think it's going to be three. I don't think Arizona is going to make it into the playoffs. But the Rams surprised me. Um, I feel like the Seahawks seem to always just be there. They're always and I, knocking on the door. And always. I don't think – and here's the thing is, honestly, the Niners last year weren't a team that I was – super super confident on i mean i feel like our coach is fantastic i feel like our defense was great and coming out and we drafted bosa i felt like that was going to be awesome and everything went i think everything fell in our favor besides the super bowl last year um but i didn't ever feel like we were that team that was you know like if i was a chiefs fan you feel like you're walking into the building and just being like how bad am I going to beat you today? And oh yeah, uh, you have the you have the biggest dick in the locker. Oh my god, speech. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's that's, I mean that's the thing is like right now like the Chiefs just seem to be a, you know barring injury, um you know they're they're in their their defense hasn't gotten a lot better, Mm-mm. but it doesn't really matter. Their defense can be garbage because everything is behind Mahomes. Oh yeah, um you know but unfortunately the so way I, th- I mean obviously you know. This is a long play, but like you look at like the Cam Newton, who obviously had a great week weekend. But you look at the the running the the quarterbacks who have been mobile guys running all the time. Cam always calls his number. Russell Wilson, 
has survived and been one of those guys. Now you're yeah. talking about Patrick Mahomes. Now you're talking the next generation of, you know, Kyler Murray and Joe Burrows from Cincinnati did a really good job yep. being a mobile too. But we all know that the, the, the shelf life of a quarterback like that is not that long. And so you just wonder, like, I'm not saying that, like, anyone's got anything, you know. I don't know, though. I dirty. think the intelligence is coming around. Do you remember Do you remember RG3 coming out in his rookie year? I mean, oh, he, he got, ran. And talk about a Shanahan blasting. I mean, he just yeah. rode him into the fucking ground. I felt so bad for him. But you, you walked away from that draft with RG3 thinking, oh, my God, we have something impressive here. Yes. And, and then Cam kind of learned something from him. But still took a ton of shots. And then you have Russell Wilson that seems to never take shots. And Kyler Murray didn't really get touched at all by the Niners. And when he did get touched, there was yellow laundry all yeah, over the field. Yeah, yeah, it was a flag day for sure. But the you know the thing about Kyler Murray is I think you know because last year you know they didn't have they didn't open up the playbook mm-hmm. last year like they did in Week One. And I don't think they're gonna, they're obviously going to push him to do more. With Kyler Murray, you know, I feel like I feel he's the same kind of runner as Russell Wilson, where he's yeah. elusive and he's not going to get tackled much. But I look at like Joe Burrows and I look at Cam Newton, who keeps calling his number, um, and I just feel like Cam is just you know he's just you're 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 on a time clock at that. Oh point. yeah, you're, you're, there's only a matter of time. It's it's like the NFL running back, you know, the years the life expectancy of a running back in the NFL has gone from, you know, six, seven years to now you're talking three, four years max. Oh yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's horrible. But speaking of running backs, three to four years, the number three rings a bell because Josh Jacobs got three touchdowns. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That I, I was pretty happy stud. with that. Well, I think it was a stud. I think he is a great running back. And I think that I don't expect three touchdowns a game from him. Um, but at least two, Fair, right? <laughs> well, he, he's also going to get a lot more yards, and I think he'll average more yards than what he did this last week. But he's oh, not yeah. going to get three yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, I was uh, I was happy that Carr didn't get put on his ass. I was happy that Carr had great time in the pocket, and I was also happy that Carr was able to throw the ball downfield. Yeah, right. I mean, I didn't think that he was going to have this, you know, in week one, this uh, you know, offensive uh, show. But it was a really good chance. I mean, he went downfield more than he did last year. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was. And a lot of the big plays were the downfield ones. Right. So I think it's good. He's got more talent around him. I think the Raiders are uh, my pick. Uh, spoiler alert for the radio was I picked the, the Raiders over the Saints <laughs> after I drank some Kool Aid from a buddy of mine. Ooh. Big shout out to Dr. Doug out in the Cayman Islands, and he might have been on a bender. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. He talked me into it, but I think I feel like, um, you know, Farrell has has uh, become a better player. Max Crosby obviously was the diamond in the rough, mm-hmm. and I feel like that the defense, the pass rush for the Raiders, has been abysmal in the past, and I feel like it's finally coming somewhere. The pass rush is going to help obviously the linebacking core, and then the linebackers are going to help the secondary. All those things factored in, like that's why you pay big money for a big pass rush. That's why yeah. Javion Clowney got good money to go with the Titans. Oh yeah, and you know moments notice and was a disruptor. In he had been the team less than a week and was a huge disruptor in yep. the whole game already. Um, I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like the pre- if they can put pressure, this is a fucking one in a million shot. If they can put pressure on Breeze, 
the the Raiders can come out with a win on that Monday Night Football. I think I think part of the the part that I am factoring is the emotion of opening a new stadium. They are going to trust me. They are going to have the speech among speeches to talk about the legacy of the Raiders, what Al Davis meant to football, and come out and win this game. Yeah, or Al in the new stadium in there to create legacy and all those things. Just win, baby. So I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped to watch that. Not having Michael Thomas out on the field is going to be a huge help. Right, but they also have uh, they also signed uh, what's his name from the uh, Niners. Oh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Jared Cook. I mean, that guy is going to catch whatever comes his way. Uh, Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. I will say, I, mean, though, I did love Jonathan Abram, who was injured. Uh, he was injured week one last year. Yep. Um, and I, I really love seeing him all over the field. Uh, him and McCaffrey had a little bit of a like kind of battle going on. I, mm-hmm. I loved it. Even though McCaffrey got a lot of yards, 100, 130-ish yards, I love the fact that they were battling back and forth and the first person they went to go shake hands with where it was each other. I think that was really cool, really admirable. Uh, one thing also that's I that's that was not talked about was the the penalties for the mm. Raiders, which has mm-hmm. always been mm-hmm. an issue. I mean it's been an issue for forever plus years. Yeah. They only ended up with like four penalties on the day. For like fifty huh. ish yards. Huh. Total total. Yeah. And obviously uh you know a, a pass interference will will kill that number. Yeah. But it was one of the things where like four Four penalties on the day is very disciplined football. Yeah, yeah. Four coming out of a week one for a team that traditionally fucking does not does not do well discipline. Yeah, so absolutely. I was pretty I was pretty stoked on that. I mean, the Niners had penalties that absolutely I probably lost the game for them. I mean, a deep third and long penalty that uh, gave him just a, a five yard holding automatic first down. Right. That just completely, they ended up scoring on the drive. It was just, uh, uh, it it was tough. I must say, one thing you you did or somebody did rag on my, you ragged on my A's and their beautiful, beautiful stadium, which the tailgating is wonderful. The uh, getting in and out of the stadium is glorious. Easy. The with that little fans, it makes it very. Oh easy. my god, it, it's it's superb. I mean, the ticket prices are fantastic. the The flooding of the locker rooms. I haven't been there in the locker room personally. Usually, it's the players that have to deal with it, so it's not me as the. <laughs> but anyway, for the Raiders finally to get out of there and to get a beautiful, glorious stadium, and not have the joy to get to open it with fans. Is a little bit of a bummer. Um, all right, so these are the two questions I have, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, Monday Night Football, which I, on the break, just found out you didn't watch. Um, <laughs> former defensive coordinator, now head coach for the Broncos. Uh, going into the fourth quarter, you had about a minute 30, minute 40 on the clock. They had all three timeouts, as mm-hmm. well as the Titans. Uh Remind me the name of the head coach. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Vic uh, Fangio. Vic Fangio. 49er. 49er head Yeah, that's what I said. 49er uh, deep coordinator. Um, Vic Fangio doesn't call a timeout. They let all kinds of time come off the clock. And the what ends up company coming out of it is Gatowski finally hits a his fourth, fifth attempt. Yeah. Finally hits it. One out of five ain't bad. Uh, but then they get the... Lock gets the ball back with, you know, it's like 40 seconds uh-huh. when it could have been a minute and a half. Uh-huh. 
had you used your timeouts. I'm just curious, what his, what do you think the, the thought process was? Yeah, you know, it's always weird. I mean, depending on where they're at and everything, but I almost think, especially with someone like Luck, you need more, or I'm sorry, Lock. Lock. Yeah. Um, you need more time on your side. You know, there's only, in my opinion, a few quarterbacks that have the ability to really march a, a team downfield. Right. And just absolutely. And Locke I'll, tell you, I'll tell you my list. Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers. I'll give it to him. Tom Brady. Yeah. He was, Drew yeah. Brees. That's about in the league. I don't know. I mean, Patrick Mahomes will definitely take chunks off the clock. I've, I mean, I've watched it I don't believe in him. purpose or in, in not, person. I'm not buying <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've seen it on a Super Bowl. It was bad. Yeah, I'll give him that. He's Super Bowl. He, he's got a ring. I'll yeah. give him that. He's he's five to lose. <laughs> uh, I just was curious, like clock management. I think that's going to be a big factor going into the rest of the season, especially with like uh, the Niners going against the Jets. I feel like, especially with a depleted secondary, with Sherman being out, and now with a questionable receiving core, like you kind of have to run the ball and manage the clock. And have your your defense really step up and keep keep them off the field. Um, the lucky know, thing for us is, I mean, the Niners with our defensive line, um, m- mobile quarterbacks, and this is going back to when we even in the Harbaugh years. I mean, we would be a stout defense with all these greats, Cowboy Justin Smith and Alden Smith and his prime and our linebackers of Barrow Bowman, Patrick. I mean, our our defense was stout. Yeah. And we would walk into everywhere except for Seattle. We could not deal with Russ. And it was mobile quarterbacks beat us. And now mobile quarterbacks are more and more. And you saw it on, uh, you saw it on Sunday that um, – you know, Kyler just ran around a lot of these Mo- guys. Mobile quarterbacks are definitely uh, more of a factor, but also now you have linebackers that can actually cover wide receivers for longer than a second. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you, the speed of the game has it elevated, where the linebacking core was always like, you know, the, you know the the think about like Van Der Esch, who's now out again. He yeah. Injured. Poor guy got four snaps in and he's out. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I, it's one of those things where, you know, the, the linebacker has become that hybrid position. You know, it was that it was it, kind of the evolution of like what that strong safety was, where it became this guy who's a corner, but also can hit and mm-hmm. also a little, can also do have a little more football intelligence. Now I feel like that linebacker is that same hybrid position where they are lined up and they can cover receivers Mm -hmm. but they also can stop runs and they can do a little bit of everything they're the most versatile player on the defense yeah absolutely and if they can't cover receivers and you go up against a sean payton that has an alvin kamara or or even christian mccaffrey type thing it is exposed oh for sure it is for sure and that's where i mean last the 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 raiders on uh, last year versus this year they had four linebackers listed on their the oh yeah they had as many quarterbacks (laughs) because <laughs> they had linebackers, starting linebackers. And I'm like, whoa, this is this is such a freaking travesty. They've obviously they've gotten depth in that position. But still, like, it, it, this day and age, the new NFL linebacker needs to be able to cover a receiver. And you're not going to cover a receiver for three seconds. Yeah. But, my God, you have to at least. Well, not to mention, with their speed 
and size at linebacker these days, that's a violent position. Oh. And I mean, to only have four, you're banking on nobody gets hurt. And that's the the, the worst position to, to put Oh, you're going to get in. the most injuries. Yeah. Other than other than running back who gets just gets ground down to a halt. Um I had another question for you which was the uh the kicker for the Titans. Uh but I the man, great <laughs> the the great the great trade off of a leg surgery. How <laughs> shitty did that guy feel? Better most importantly if you had him on your fantasy, how fucking infuriated are oh, you? Oh, man. You're looking at this going, he missed 10 points. Yeah, yeah. 10. Well, not to mention in one of the leagues I'm in, he lost probably 15 points. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, the, we the, get the, the deducted. Oh, so, man, he's got, got – Gotkowski has got a uphill battle for the rest of the season. But I do like the fact that the coach went with, with uh, Vrabel, went with him. Yeah. And said, you know what, we got, I mean, obviously, it, they had no choice. It's his guy, do? yeah. But, well, uh, and then what do you, what about, uh, speaking of kickers, is this show about kickers? This is the only podcast. Yeah, this is. Probably this, in the United yeah, States that we, this is the kicker we focus episode. about kickers. Um, the Bengals kicker, who like pulled his, his hamstring or his calf or something, missed the field goal. They led, the rookie, Joe Burrow, leads them down. And then he he pulls his calf, like rips his calf, and misses the field goal, loses the game. Well, hey, you know, that's the life of a kicker, man. He's lucky to have a job. (laughs) Yeah, he gone. I was just happy that uh, the Colts finally got a a taste of what it's like to be a Charger fan for the last 18 years. (laughs) Oh, my God. Phillip Rivers could not Charger that game anymore. Yep. Than he did. But I also, too, I feel like he's going to have a bounce back game this week. Because uh, Minnesota can't stop anybody. They had 524 yards oh my God. scored against them. They had the worst defense in the league. Anyways, look, we could talk all night about football. Uh, I'm just happy that Sports Media Beer is back on the air. Clay, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, thanks any, for having me. Any, again, I'll, I'll, I'll try it again. Any social media you want to put out there, people to reach out I'm to? I'm not even sure hi. what I'm supposed to say. I don't want anybody. Do you have an Instagram? Do you have a Facebook? Do you have I any? definitely do. Then do you want people to reach out to you? No, I'd rather not. They won't not. do it. I mean, this show, no one... Oh, really? Yeah, we... Because you also, too, like, you know, questions and comments can be directed to sportsmeetsbeer@gmail.com. Uh No one does that, and everyone knows that Sports Meets Beer is available on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Got it. Not many people say anything. So I'll you, go you, grab I, my I phone like... out of my truck. I'll look up what both my Instaface and Snapgram, I think... Nice. Uh, no, I have TikTok? nothing. Nothing? Uh, no. Okay. I well, absolutely hate TikTok. It's in my face constantly with a 16-year-old, but I cannot stand it. I'm sure <laughs> nice. it'd be fun, but not all the time. Not yeah. in your face all the time. Yeah. Unlike NFL football, which is in your face. In your face all, all time. the time. All right. Well, this is Sports Meets Beer Podcast. Uh, more episodes to be coming soon. Hopefully, Brad will be able to join us. We're also going to do a uh, what we just talked about about two minutes before the microphones went hot. We are going to do a uh, dad's roundtable talk about drinking and eating and football shit talking. It sounds great. I'm in. Like, yeah. Any excuse to hang out and do that, right? <laughs> do uh, we get to drink and eat and shit talk? Yes. Oh. I think ideally we do this. If we plan it right, we do it at Brad's restaurant, barbecue restaurant in Hillsburg. Uh, we would all sit around and have barbecue and talk shit and have beers and yeah. nothing else. I don't even think Brad needs to be part of that. We could just show up and 
take care of it exactly. ourselves. Hey, Brad, what's your day off? Yeah. Thursdays? <laughs> Fun day. We're going to be there Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, in case you missed it, check out Sports Meets Beer on 97.7 The River, classic rock from the North Bay. That's available on radio.com. We do beer reviews on Friday called Beer 30. We also do NFL picks. So far, I am one and two. Suck it, Brad. I don't care. Uh, anyways, that's it. Uh, Sports Meets Beer will be coming back with mega content in the 2028 COVID year. Thanks, for everyone who's hung tight with us, especially you, number one fan, Enrique. Take care. <laughs>